This episode and every episode of the Beer Guys Radio Show is brought to you by Ironmonger Brewing. Visit Ironmonger at their tap room in Marietta, Georgia, or online at ironmongerbrewing.com. Open up a tab, grab a seat, and pour a pint. It's time for the Beer Guys Radio Show. You want free beer? Go to the brewery. Dedicated to the art, science, and enjoyment of craft beer. Yo, what's wrong with the beer we got? Now, here are your hosts, Tim Dennis and Brian Hewitt. Welcome to the Beer Guys Radio Show. We're broadcasting from the Beer Guys Radio Studios. And this week, we're going to be talking black brew culture, Blacktoberfest, and what is up with our man, Al Sharpton. I am Tim Dennis, and with me as always is my good friend and co-host, Brian Hewitt. Hey, Tim. So joining us today, we have Mike Potter, the founder of Black Black Brew Culture and Blacktoberfest, and also Neil Sharpton, friend of the show, as you were saying, and craft beer icon. So we're going to talk about all the things you already mentioned, diversity, inclusion, Black Brew Culture, uh, Blacktoberfest, all of the bases. Guys, thanks for joining us. My pleasure. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Always a good time. And you know what, Brian? You were talking about something before we went on air, and I had to cut you off because yes. of timing, but we were talking about Pliny. It's too Pliny painful to talk about You now. can't handle it yeah. anymore. But, Al, you were saying you grab some. And for those listening to us, like in California, in the Bay Area, and that they're probably going to think, what are these guys talking about? This is a common thing. But for us Atlanta folks, it's going a into deal. a grocery store and picking up a Pliny, that's a big deal, right? It's a beautiful thing. It's like how, like, Tropicaya was here. Like, oh, you're yes. going to get in Georgia type thing, which, you know, I embrace that. But going out and getting Pliny fresh off tap, that was a big thing in Denver at Falling Rock until they, you know, rest in peace with them. But going to San Fran, man, and my boy... Tosh took me to uh, Pacifica and it was right there at the store and it was like two weeks old. Yeah. I yeah. was like, I got to do it it's out perfect. of respect. And I have to be honest. I know that, you know, you haven't heard it as much lately, but it used to be a thing. People will complain about an IPA that was less like if you weren't drinking it as it was coming off the line, it was too old. I personally think Pliny is one that shows its age pretty quickly. Like hmm. it'll start, okay. it, it will fade there and, and within two weeks or a month and like you said, with Falling Rock, uh, I went out there, you know, had it on draft at Falling Rock in yep. Denver, and that's that's an experience. It's in a itself. big deal. It's yeah. a big deal. You know, but it's wet hop season now, so it's right there. That's yeah. where you got to get it fresh. Man. I've noticed everybody uh, all over Twitter, all over Instagram. There's just hot, all these beautiful bright green colors of uh, fresh hops going into kettles everywhere. So. Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah looking time. forward to seeing some of that out there. Yeah, yeah. Mike, are you a Pliny fan? Are you on the Pliny bandwagon train? I'm, I'm on the Pliny. I'm on Pliny the Younger, Pliny the Elder. I'm yeah. A, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm a big Russian River fan. See, I still haven't got the Younger. I've Neither got to change I. that, man. I, still I had it for the first the time uh, recently. It's, yeah. Yeah, just a little more maltier, a little more sweeter okay. bill, but I'm, I'm a Fair Pliny enough. Elder guy. Respect your the, elders. You're the Elder there. Respect your Elders. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, always good beer to see, man. I always enjoy seeing those, finding these that were super rare at one time. And I still remember the first time, my first untapped check-in ever was a Pliny the Elder. And that that was when probably the first time I ever tried wow. it. Was that a hundred years ago? Something probably. What are, what are the size of the bottles of that? Is that is that a, like a nineteen two uh, bottle? Yeah, is yeah. It, that's so that right. was that was almost the original. That's right up there on one of those. Right probably. There. Yeah, we got yeah right. we got one up there. Yeah, that was the original. Uh, if you got four of them, that would have been the original uh, about sixteen dollar four pack of IPA, right? I mean, they that's were real. Yeah. Blazing trails with that, but being able to buy one for four dollars a pop, especially when I was in Oregon, living there, no tax, so it was just straight up four dollars. I'm like, that was amazing, considering how much people on the East Coast were paying to get. Like month old, uh, right? Know, <laughs> yeah. What do you exactly. guys think about it still being a bottle, dude? They're keeping it really old school with that. That's kind of yeah. interesting. 
You know, there's a couple breweries that have really stuck with that. Uh, Maine, uh, Maine Beer Company. Absolutely. Yeah, we talked to them about the it. Best. Like, basically, they said, I'm like, why haven't you, you know, why not go to Kansas? He's like, because we don't need to. This this work, This is us. This works mm-hmm. for us. And, you know, I think with Pliny, that is, that's kind of a trademark of Pliny, isn't it? It is. You know, you get those uh, 19.6. Is that a liter? I think so. Or, uh, Half no. 500 Half- mil? I don't, I, Thirty-two I don't ounces, a quart, it's probably fifteen a pounds. It's nearly there. a gallon, Tim. Nearly <laughs> yeah, a gallon. Yeah, is what 40, it is. So. Called a forty. That, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Call it now, a 40. Mike, oh, wow. you got me wanting a forty, a pliny, a little <laughs> brown paper great. bag action. You know what the new forty is? The nineteen point whatever the cans, the like tall, the stovepipes. Those are like yes, those are like the new forty Count right me now. In. Oh, I love those. beer drinkers. It really yeah, is. I love those. I, I I've been buying those up. I'm like big big. uh Imperial IPAs in tall cans, love that. The yeah. taller the can, the bigger the IPA, the better, the more I Who like was it. like with the first? Like Old Chubb and them kind of did it. And Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think Foster's. Oscar Blues was the Oscar first Blues, one to right? really start making that the move. The right? Foster's. Go back to oh, the oil cans. Oh, the oil cans. That's the mini keg. Yes. I used to get the green joint. The bitters. wasn't that high, but the Foster's Bitters was my joint. The green can. and just like the blue myself. Mike, I love those. I felt so cool when I when I was younger and getting those Foster's oil cans. I lived in Arkansas, and we didn't have a lot of craft or anything there. So that Foster's oil like cans. Yeah. yeah. That might yeah. be original joint. It's an sure. import. It's exotic. It is. Yeah. Those it's are fancy stuff, those man. Are just fun. I love the Oktoberfest that come in basically the same kind of thing where the can is sized to fit, slide right down into the stein. So you yeah. get an entire stein full of beer along with a glass. And I guess Polliner and a couple of other people have done it. So. Do the little gift set with the can and the and the stein in there. Yeah. I, I, I don't need the, the glassware, but I'm always tempted to buy another one just just, just because 300 glasses exactly. around the house. Just stacked up. Can I give one more shout out to a can? Of course yeah. you can. The Sapporo joint with the ridges on it. Oh. When it yeah. first came out, we're like, whoa. Yes. It was a silvery kind of With the can. handle? No, it oh the handle was sick. You too. know the handle can, right? Yeah. But they had the the original one had ridges in it. And and um that's wasn't way it tapered back. too? It looked yeah. like yes, it looks so like well. tapered. Yeah, yep. that, that was yeah. A, like a weightlifter type thing. I was gonna say I don't that's, know if I know that one. That's a sexy uh, can. I yeah. think they still do that one. Right? Yeah, it's like yeah, it's tapered. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's a good looking can as far as cans go, you know. I love those. I got uh I'm sure you guys I don't know, maybe you got I'm not sure how old you guys are. Maybe Zima? Oh, yeah, of course. Okay. They did the ridges yeah. on the Zima bottle yeah. as well. We got, I guess it's maybe, maybe been five years ago, we had a friend that went to, to Asia, and Zima was still a thing over there. Okay. and I heard he, that. Yeah, so he brought, I'm like, I sent him, I don't remember what it was, it was like really nice beers, and he said, you want anything, I'm going over here. I was like, this is going to sound ridiculous, but can you get me a couple of Zima? And he's like, yeah, yeah, for sure. So, but they've got these, it's in the bottles, but there's a little ring yes. on the side of the thing and you pull it in like pills and then, and then pops a lid. So it was, and we were having uh, a brew day. This is back when we were yeah. brew, brewing, Brian. And we always did brew day and bottle share. You hang out, you share some beers with friends. That Zima was a thing everyone lost their mind over. Everybody that. just the nostalgia. That was Nost- the worst. Huh? It was, man. Drop yeah. you a Jolly Rancher. <laughs> it was in about five percent. It was maybe yeah, it was five point like five, five point one. Yeah, people and thought we, they were doing a thing. It's kind of spritish. We'd be bottle sharing all kinds of interesting, like high quality beers, and everybody was excited by Zima. By Zima, okay. nostalgia <laughs> tastes great, though. That does. You know, it always <laughs> does. It always does. Well, Tim, I think it's time for the beers of the week. Brian, you know, as always, the way we do it here, we've got a great list of beers to get into uh mike and l thank you guys you brought a couple beers to share and we're looking forward to getting into those so we do have the uh, collaboration beer l you said this one of the last cans of this batch in existence correct? it is it is all mike, right uh, that was the uh, new belgium um joint i did 
with on the piano keys. But this is 4.0. We got some new stuff coming out. New stuff coming. This is the L. Sharpton New Belgium uh, collaboration, as you mentioned, piano keys. This is version four that we're on yes, right now. I've yes, done this a few yes. times and more to come. Yeah. We also have, uh, Mike, your collaboration, uh, the Black Toberfest collaboration with Elsewhere, correct? Well, I, we didn't do this one. This was one of our uh, collaborating partners, okay. Beard Blackman out of Alabama. Gotcha. Ralph. Right. Ralph. Mm-hmm. Ralph uh, shout out to Ralph. But he did a collaboration with Elsewhere. Um, Zwickle, I believe it's called. Dry Hop Zwickle Pilsner, Dry right? Dry Hop Zwickle Pilsner. And um, came out really well. So we have that to share with you guys today. Very and Ralph cool, is man. also at Hop City. Over in Birmingham. Okay. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Oh, that's my yeah. spot when I go out to Birmingham. So I have to give a shout to Craig and the whole Taurus fam. They did that before our Hop Cities in Atlanta had a bar, like when we just had the one down there in Midtown Atlanta. I used to always love going through there because you just you could just sit at the bar and drink oh, yeah. and chill. in Birmingham. Not yeah. and shop at, if you want. The yeah. way it should do be. It, do it up, man. Do it up. We also have Brooklyn Brooklyn Black Chocolate Stout. We got an OG. Belgian beer, a little delirium tremens, Ooh. and another one courtesy of Alan Mike. We have Call to Arms Ale. I think this was Call to Arms Operation Stein Grabber. Wow. Dark Czech Lager. So, Brian, again, you know what? You've got like 30 seconds to share some news. Can you do it? Yeah, because it's relevant to the Delirium Tremens. The energy crisis in Europe may hit Belgian beer lovers hard. Delirium Tremens is facing the very real risk of halting production for the first time in over a century, as are other breweries like Carlsberg. Because like the U.S., the Europe is experiencing a CO2 problem, which uh, is a continuation of, is a combination of a shortage and a 13-fold increase in price driven by Russia's squeeze on gas mm. uh, supplies to Europe, which through a chain of events makes CO2 much, much more expensive. So Crazy and harder stuff. to come by. Yep. Beer news. We have something to share about hops, too. We may talk about that later, some crazy hops news. But you are listening to the Beer Guys Radio Show. We need to take a break, and we will be right back. It's great to see our community coming back to life. The cold weather is fading away, and it's time to enjoy the greatest patio in Kennesaw. Join us at The Nest and spend some time with family, have a beer with a neighbor, or simply celebrate the end of another day. Make a reservation at thenestkennesaw.com for Sunday brunch and enjoy an overloaded Bloody Mary. At The Nest, you'll find smiling faces, great barbecue, and 48 taps of local craft beverages. Don't forget, our outdoor space is perfect for your four-legged best friend. We look forward to seeing you soon at The Nest. Follow the Beer Guys on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Next Friday is Hawaiian Shirt Day. So, you know, if you want to, go ahead and uh, wear a Hawaiian shirt and jeans. Now, back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. Welcome back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. Remember, all episodes are available on demand. So if you miss the broadcast, get the podcast. Beer Guys Radio is available on the Podcast Park and all popular and unpopular podcasting apps. Now let's get back to Black Brew Culture and Blacktoberfest Absolutely. and Ale Sharpton. All the good stuff. We've got so much going on today. It's awesome. Uh, Mike Potter, once again, man, we appreciate you coming out and uh, joining us for the show today. Uh, founder of Black Brew Culture, Blacktoberfest. You were also, was it Fresh, Fresh Fest, Mike? Originally in Pittsburgh, right? Originally, right. First Black Beer Festival in the U.S., right? Yeah, correct. Can you tell us kind of how all this started, how the festival kicked off and how black brew culture came to be. Sure, man. Um, we started doing, we started home brewing 
Uh, I own a print shop in, in well, I owned a print shop in Pittsburgh, and we started home brewing um, in the basement of that shop around 2014 or so, maybe 13. Um, doing a bunch of Pliny, Pliny clones, like we we t- we talked about earlier. We felt like the only uh, the only beer that we could possibly homebrew would be a Pliny, so we did like eight of them in a row, trying to perfect that. Did we, you nail it? We never nailed it. Okay, um, all right. I think one came out like out of the out of the eight, we got one right. Yeah. Okay, but they were all drinkable. So, Good stuff. Um, not com- not compare comparable to the actual Pliny itself. Um, so you know, we started homebrewing thinking we were going to open a brewery and um, just the, the, the amount of work that took, Hey, uh, let's try something. So uh, in doing branding, marketing, which is my background, we'd started to kind of reach out and, and um, say, Hey, who's out here in, in space? Who all is brewing beer that are black owned? Um, how can we connect with them? How can we uh, make partnerships? How can we help? How can we be of service? And that was how the platform black Brew culture started um, with that. We we did some time on online. We did had a, a pretty successful Instagram platform, Facebook, and um, sold some merch, and decided um, to expand that platform and expand that reach, and that that yielded uh, a, a festival, beer festival. Um, after you know, touring the country, been around every city, seeing who's who, who has space and doing brewing, who's uh, who's got breweries. Um, we had enough. We had a big enough reach that we could do a festival and that's how fresh fest kind of spawned very cool man very so good stuff. how long was it till you went uh, from going home brewing and saying hey we got to do something to actually the festival like how much how much time are we talking about there about um that's about three years about three years was yeah. that all like like is that two years of to get an actual festival going i'm always amazed at people making these things happen you're getting the venue getting all the people together how much actual planning time-wise goes into getting one a festival like that going? Yeah, I mean it, the 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 groundwork footwork from the beginning of it um that was that was the base of how we got our our network. But then planning the festival, we usually start in February for a festival in October. Okay, so it's not multiple years. You're looking at, you know, multiple years sponsors and, and the people yeah. that you want involved. But as far as planning a festival out February to October, about the time we need. That's a fair point. You have to have those relationships lined up before you can even do that. If you have to approach people cold, then you probably are looking at you. Slow calling. <laughs> yeah. Tough, you know. It is, yeah. So have you done anything uh, with Printer's L? Oh, excuse me, Printer's L here in Georgia? Because it seems like you guys may be on, you know, the print shop, and they have uh, – are, so are you familiar with Printer's L? No. Uh, L, you got to get him out to Carrollton. To check I out need to get out to damn Carrollton. Man. Yeah, so yeah. the the owners of Printer's L Manufacturing, they have they a make printing stuff, company. Though. They do connected to it, and they do. I think they actually started with, like, packaging, doing, like, six-pack yeah. carriers and nice. that. So uh, large stuff. They actually, if you see the piece of artwork uh, on the wall here, that is one we commissioned. You probably know Cat Lana, uh, mm-hmm. don't you, Al, here? Mm-hmm. So don't, we commissioned him to do that for the Giving Kitchen, and then he did the original. We had Printer's L. They they work with us to get some prints done on that so we oh, could, cool. uh, you know, distribute them for a charitable cause there. So. That's dope, man. Speaking All about charity. Of, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of printing, was was Black Brew Culture, was that originally a magazine? Because I saw that I saw references to the print shop. Was it, it start out as, as a magazine that became a, yeah. a movement? Yeah, that was the aspirations. We still okay. we do a lot of blogs. We do a lot of posts, but um, we're still in the process of getting that magazine pushed forward. But, yeah, that's the. Um, oh, you they still did the research over here, bro. 
So you, you you're still planning and actually having a magazine coming out. I mean, Absolutely. magazines are cool. I know that like everything we're supposed to be in a paperless society now, but nobody really is. I mean, yeah. we 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 want to look into yeah, we want the nice. I still like magazines, pay, yeah. books. Give me an actual book, you know, magazines. Sometimes I've got a Kindle because sometimes it's just convenient, but you can see all kinds of crazy tangible, things on tangible. a on a uh, a monitor and be yeah okay that's neat yeah. but when you see it printed out on on a page I'm like ooh that's really nice <laughs> especially with magazines Mike because it's you can't flip through a Kindle the way you can a magazine you know the, yeah go maybe. back to look at this or that hey this was six pages ago well Kindle you're just sitting there right. swiping like you're on Tinder swipe swipe <laughs> swipe swipe so except it's with ideas too with ideas yes. swiping ideas there <laughs> so uh, Mike this may be a silly question general one but why is it important to have like black brew culture or a black beer festival. Why is that important to the craft beer community as a whole? Um, aside from the equity that we receive from, from being uh, irrelevant in these spaces, whatever space that is, cooking, brewing, you name it. Um, it, it brings variety, you know, it, 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 we're allowed to experience different flavors, different cultures, different aspects, different viewpoints of, uh, people doing different cool stuff in the, in the space. So um, it's definitely shakes things up a little bit. It um, allows for a different variety um, of what we were used to seeing. And that's, I think that's important. Sure. Understandable. Yet everybody has their unique take on things, you know, bring it yeah. in and I'm all about getting new flavors in that. So for sure. sure. Yeah. I think uh, what else was dope about it? Beer, beer is a refreshment. But I think the experience is refreshment as well because you have different likes from different places all enjoying beer at one place. It's not, there's no black only sign on these different festivals that are going on, um, especially with Blacktoberfest. Um, it's just more of something that lets people know, especially black people know and Latino and Asian, that you could come out and enjoy beer. And not everybody thinks, a lot of people thought that beer or breweries for that matter would be only white only type thing. It was a white. Guys that look like Brian, right? That's right. So. Well, it looked like anybody would yeah. assume that they're a beer drinker. Um, but I think, and that was part of my mission, let people know that beer is for everybody. And one of the most rewarding things about beer is the people behind it. It's more, it's a cool thing to talk about the beer, but really I love covering the stories and showing love to those breweries that are either family-owned or just really work hard. No matter what the race is, it's more about the people thing. And I think when you go to something like Blacktoberfest, you just realize like, wow, this is something different than your everyday kind of festival. Something like, wow, these are different people I can party with and enjoy a beverage, chill and get some dope music. Uh, there's a DJ lineup that's nuts. Um, so there's a lot of things that are just a different experience. So that, that's a refreshment in itself, knowing that there's a whole different experience and everybody's yeah. invited. Will Public Enemy be at this year's festival? Um, I'm still negotiating. Yeah, I'm next pro- year, right? I, personally, <laughs> yeah. I called Chuck and he put me on okay. hold for a little while. A little bit, <laughs> a little bit. Fair. All right. But then he said he'd call me back, and so we're waiting. On him. Okay. All right. Some yeah. say he's still on hold to this day. <laughs> to this nah, that'd be day. fun. Man. But also, uh, Chuck D, my guy. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, you mentioned L about uh, these festivals. Don't say. You know, black people only mm-hmm. bring it open, and you know, or white people only. Or excuse, right, e- either way. Mm-hmm. But you know, we, it's. I still find it kind of surreal that we become friends. We mention these guys a lot with nappy roots because sure. if you look at these two cultures, on the outside looking in, we'd be way far off from each other. You know, typical middle class white dudes. Brian's got the stereotypical beard of this. 
and Grammy nominated rappers. Mm-hmm. You know, these are just new, not two cultures you, you'd think would collide. Mm-hmm. But we sat down over a beer. We joined them for the collaboration brew. And, you know, we're friends. We, right. You know, we hang out. And they've said of their brewery as well that, yeah, we're a black-owned brewery, but we're a community brewery. That's right. You know, we want we want people to come together, come enjoy the artwork, come enjoy the music, come enjoy the beer. Right. And, uh, you know, that's my big encouragement with it is I want everybody to know to come together, everybody. You know, don't 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 leave anybody out there. That's Let's right. make this diverse. Right. It's so. a great equalizer. People from all walks of life can come together and enjoy beer. Have a beer, yeah. man. Have yeah. a beer. Have a good time and chill out. Well, you're listening to the Beer Guys Radio Show. We do need to take us another quick break, but we will be right back. Brian and Tim, the beer guys. If you're like us, no lunch or dinner is complete without a pint or two of craft beer. Which is why Truck and Tap in downtown Woodstock, Alpharetta, and Duluth are always on our list. Tim, why do they call it Truck and Tap? Well, the tap part is easy, Brian. They've got 18 of them. As for the truck part, that's where it gets interesting. Truck and Tap features your favorite Atlanta area food trucks, so you're getting a different menu every day. Truck and Tap in downtown Woodstock, Alpharetta, and Duluth. Truckandtap.com. Let them know that the beer guys sent you. The heat is on, and if you're looking for a beer to cool you down without slowing you down, Athletic Brewing has you covered with Athletic Light. It's certified organic with only 25 calories and 5 grams of carbs. And since it's non-alcoholic, you stay sharp and avoid the hangover. And you can feel good about the beer you drink and the company that brews it. Athletic Brewing is a certified B Corporation committed to social and environmental excellence. Use code BGR25 at athleticbrewing.com for 25% off your order. Athletic Light, the perfect summer crusher. Follow the Beer Guys on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Back off, man. I'm a scientist. Now, back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. Welcome back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. I want to give a quick shout-out to our newest radio affiliate, KPAM, 860 AM in Portland, Oregon. Man, Portland. Portland, Oregon. I miss you, Portland. Yay, Portland. Yeah, catch Beer Guys Radio and KPAM every Saturday at 4 p.m. Now let's get back to Black Brew Culture, Blacktoberfest, and Ale Sharp. All of the cool things. Mike Potter, Blacktoberfest. Can you give us a broad overview of what Blacktoberfest is? Blacktoberfest, broad overview, celebration of black culture through the vehicle of craft beer. If I had to use one sentence, that would be okay. All right. Um, We got entertainment. More importantly, we have the pairing fusion of food and craft beer from a a culturally black perspective, um, along with our partners and collaborators. It's a it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful time, and um, yeah, that's that's basically how I would describe it. So, is the event be? Is it? Are you bringing in the German there? Are we going to see schnitzels and and bratwurst and stuff at Blacktoberfest? Uh you will not. Okay, fair enough. Um, but that doesn't mean that hey, you know, we 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 don't we do that pretty much 364 days of the year. Okay, and that 365th day is our day to kind of display our culture and show okay. what we got going on. Um, yeah, we, we, we've done the schnitzels. Okay. If we come to Blacktoberfest, what can we expect to see there? What's, a, what's the event going to be like to attend? Uh, we have 30, 30 collaboration beers across the city and the state, and we have 15, collabor- uh, I'm sorry, 15 black-owned breweries coming in from out of state, 
to uh, showcase what they have going on and uh, have a good time. We got six DJs, uh, cornhole tournament. Um, it's just a big festival, big love fest. Okay, and this is a multi-city event, correct? This is a multi-city event. We're in St. Louis, Atlanta, and Durham. We close out on the 22nd of October in Durham. Are they different dates for the different cities? Different dates. We got October 1st in St. Louis, okay. 15th of October in Atlanta, and the 22nd of October closing everything out, Durham, which is our flagship city. Is there like a central location where people can go to find info on on all of the Blacktoberfest events? Yeah, we're at Blacktoberfest on all of our social networks. And at blacktober-fest.com for tickets and more information about vendors, entertainment, what beers we have. Um, One of the biggest things that you can check out and get a little bit of the narrative on is our uh, Mars and Ale that we brew every year. Brew that at Dirtbag Ales in Hope Mills in North Carolina. And we do, every year we do 10 collaborative um, collaborations, uh, I'm sorry, um, collaborators that come and brew this one beer, the same recipe every year, 10 different brewers. And uh, we'll, release, we'll be releasing that one on the 19th of September. Right. So that's coming up in a couple of days. So I'm going to be a little selfish here since I'm in Atlanta. What are some of the breweries that you can be excited about here to see at the Atlanta event? Good question. Great question. Actually, the first one that we're actually going to be sipping here soon that came off in the canning uh, line was um, Elsewhere Brewery with Beard Blackman and uh, Ralph Marion. Shout out to him in uh, at, uh, at Birmingham. Yeah. Birmingham, Alabama, he's based. So that is, is, is way cool that we have here. We're going to taste. Um, you can expect beers from pretty much the, all the big hitters. Monday night is involved. Um, Sweetwater. No, we talked Sweetwater about- is involved. We did, we're, we're doing a brew with them. Actually, we did a brew with them today with Clarence uh, Boston. Shout out to Clarence and his new venue, um, Hip and Hop Stone Mountain, which is where the festival will actually be. Okay. Doing a black IPA with Nick and the guys at Sweetwater. So we were there earlier. Checking those guys out. Ale's got two collaborations actually involved this year, so we're so, we're super excited about that. Uh, Piano Keys with New Belgium, and he's did a beer with uh, Terrapin out at Live. live uh, at the Battery at Truist, right? Yeah, okay. song. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something that, to say song. Which is incredible. We've already had a cool. that. Uh, Amazing. Good stuff. Uh, All right. Uh, uh, Bo Monk, you did something with Willie the Kid and Bo Monk. It was yeah. crazy. Um, uh, there's a lot, man. but... Definitely, while you continue to talk, just the the amount of support. Yeah. Um, he asked me, he said, hey, I know you, you, you're you Atlanta guy and all that, although I do a lot of stuff, but he was like, you connect me with people, and the breweries were all responsive, ready to rock and roll. So shout out to Atlanta for backing me up, saying, yo, Atlanta's one of the greatest beer cities. I, you know what, Al? I was on a, a forum the other day, Reddit ATL Beer. Shout out to Reddit, my, my home when I'm going to run my mouth about beer on the internet. But someone said, what would you change about Georgia beer. Mm-hmm. And I thought about it for a second. And, and you know what? Someone made the comment. I'd like to see like more mixed firm, spontaneous firm and that. Okay. <laughs> I'm with it. All right. Fair, fair enough. enough. Yeah. But I got to be honest, y'all. I, I wouldn't call for a blanket change here. If uh, I want Pilsners, I know where to go. Jump in. Yes, sir. Self-distro. Yes. Yeah. Now, I, I can't argue with that. I think yeah, they were talking about it. the, this was specific to like the, the drinking side. Oh, okay, gotcha, yeah. gotcha, but gotcha. I'm with you. I'm with Business you. Mike. Give us some self-distro yeah. there. And Let lifting brewers. that ABV cap, yes, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we definitely got now. some. I thought it was lifted already. 14%. We're 14 yeah, that's, that's now. That's so we're, we're how, how much more you need? Yeah. Well, <laughs> enough so we oh, can you get Black what? Tuesday and tweet yeah. from Avery. Cerise from Avery. Avery yeah. makes some really good stuff that goes over that. Yeah. Okay. That, that's and pretty And all banging. the Bourbon County stuff, yeah. if you want to have that, except for you get lucky, one or two of them might be under 14, but for the most part, now you're It's funny. A lot of the stuff that goes super hardcore, the labels are darker. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But no. you know what? Come visit us in Atlanta, y'all. If you want Pilsners, we got you. Yeah. We do. If you yeah. want Stouts, we got you. Halfway Crooks. Man. Good word, Halfway Crooks. Monday night, Little three cottage. taverns. All part of Blacktoberfest. Every one of them. Really? Yeah, there go you on. go, man. Go try yeah. them all. Then you yeah. can see what we've got. Come to Atlanta, hang out. Our style game is really good here. Make oh, really your way good. to JR Crickets and get some of the lemon yeah. pepper wet. <laughs> go to Blacktoberfest go and to try local. all these guys. Yeah, yeah go to the local. Wow, they're still open. Magic City. Uh, you know what? I Have you had the wings at Magic City I, now? I had to do an article with Thrillis. Okay. And twist my arm and bring me to Magic City to make yeah. sure the wings are legit. So that was a very hard day for me. That's yes, very yeah. challenging. Did, did <laughs> Wait, what did back, I just say? Did they back up? Did very they, challenging. Did they did they live on the expectation? Well, what are you saying over yeah, here? Here come loud. Right. I, I meant to twist my arm thing, but yeah. once I said, I was like, ah. So anyway, <laughs> did oh, you throw? I, I think I they got thrown under the bus. If I have to, no, 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 no. no. It was really yeah. their their wings were legit. Actually, right. um, there's better than local. Because you know you touted local as. Atlanta's finest. You know Locals what? No, I, I keep finest. it on, though. Yeah. I, I don't go to Magic City often enough to really make a comparison uh, like that. But the local is shit. Okay. I we, haven't been there. I'll have to, to hit that. We need to, all right. It's I on the list now. Play. They smoke them in a so. light fry, and it's just they give you all these different sauces. So far. And, yeah. um, but okay. there's a lot of bio right. going on in that area. I think we should go and have half like a, half the amount of wings we'd normally have at the one and go to the other and have half and of check it again. Out. All right. That's what I did for that. Article. Okay. And then uh, we'll write our own thrillist article. There we go. There we <laughs> there go. go. There you go. But no, All right, but let there. me know what y'all do. I live right down the street. Okay. okay. Good enough, man. Yeah, we'll do that. So there you go, y'all. We do, you know, when we have guests in the Atlanta area, it's easier for us to turn it into an Atlanta show because we get we get psyched about local stuff. That's here, that's but, a good point. Yes. But you know what? For those of you not in Atlanta, now you've got some travel tips when exactly. you come see us here. Folks right. in Portland, come on out. Check come on out. It out. Absolutely. Mike, thanks for the info, man. The fest sounds great, the stuff going on. So uh you know, wish you great success with all of that. Uh, with Black Brew culture, rotating we'll DJs. Oh, wow. Rota- gotta, okay. Gotta talk about that. All right. Tell me DJ about that. Lineup. Wow. Yeah. So we start off rotating DJs. We've got Atlanta's finest. Start off with Sean Fallion. Fallion. Mm, he's, he's opening up. Empress Ra follows him. Uh, Mike Flo follows him. Oof. DJ Kerosene. And then closing out is um, DJ Rasta Root. It's a great, great evening. Great See? show. All right. We're going to be banging all night, all from one to 10. And see, that's definitely a piece of the local scene I know nothing at all about. Right Nell, I hear you getting excited over there, so I know that you know. I ain't going to lie, I help my man anything. out with getting these DJs because um, all his people. My ear to yeah. the street. But Mike Flo is actually in Brooklyn now, but he is like dead present DJ. He goes around the world with them. Uh-huh. But he's like, yo, if this is your homie or whatever, I'm going to come do it. So he's flying in from New York to do it. Um, but all, all these DJs are. are it's going to be good stuff, man. I'm excited. Fire. Yeah, yeah. sounds great. That sounds like a great time. Absolutely. Well, guys, we're going to crack into another beer here. We just uh, we just had the our number two beer from last week. Oh, yeah. From the Oktoberfest show. We had the Ironmonger uh, Oktoberfest, which was our number two in the blind tasting. L, what did you think of that one? I actually was like, whoa. I, yeah. I was messing with it. 5.5. Nice and easy. Um, Congrats to them, man. Ironmonger's been through a lot, and um, it's been I'm really impressed. Yeah. Good yeah, job, guys. We dug that one. Mike, did you get it, some of that one? Did you get it? I had that one. It was good. It was good. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm on the Brooklyn. Yes. Oh, oh, yes. The Blue, we brought Brooklyn, the like Brooklyn black chocolate style. Well, he yeah. also, I think yeah. he, he may have actually preferred the Brooklyn Oktoberfest a little bit to it. All right. Hey, Surprise man. Us, you know but, what? You know, That's why they make so many, man. Exactly. That's why they make so many. You're listening to the Beer Guys Radio Show. We need to take us a break, but we will be right back.
Have you visited Ironmonger Brewing recently? Take a trip and see the newly renovated and spacious tap room or enjoy the outdoors in their new beer garden with plenty of seating and shade to ease that summer sun. Ironmonger's tap room has a variety of craft beer and hard seltzer on tap with wine and spirits coming soon. Ready for a bit of adventure? Try out axe throwing with Ironmonger's 16 target range. It's a perfect spot for some quick fun or to host your next party or corporate event. So grab your friends and have some fun today at Ironmonger Brewing. the beer guys on facebook twitter and instagram roger roger what's our back there victor now back to the beer guys radio show welcome back to the beer guys radio show if you enjoy the show please consider supporting us on patreon just go to patreon.com slash beer guys patrons get cool perks like beer guys swag and commercial free episodes now let's get back to black brew culture blacktoberfest and ale sharpton ale sharpton ale so you've been a friend of the show since before we launched really we knew each other before beer guys radio we go way back became a thing um for those that do not know L. Sharpton, maybe getting their first introduction right now, who is L. Sharpton? A lot of a lot of things that um, just uh, my life guided me to. Honestly, uh, moving here from uh, after leaving Cornell and coming here, and just like the beer scene, I just wanted this to be perfect city for me. So it might be some selfish reasons in there, but I made it a point to politic and write about beer and make sure that Atlanta would get the right love. Uh, so using my media resources. Um, and create a name, Ale Sharpton. Um, it w- it was an experience, man, of of me being only brother to be around a lot of people moving into Atlanta and in Georgia, for that matter, and just trying to say, hey, I'm a beer guy too, um, and we need that voice. And not just saying I'm a black beer, I'm a beer writer, um, but helping the law change and stuff. So a lot of the OGs realized that I was there from day one. And then it got to the point where in 2004, the law changed and all these breweries, which I knew would happen, would move here and we would get better distribution. Um, it's Atlanta's become one of the best beer cities straight up in the nation. And it needs it deserves the respect. Um, and so, yeah, I know that you are a national show, but when people come here, they need to look up all these different spots that Atlanta has to offer because we have we're not only one of the most diverse cities in the world, but we also are diverse in, in flavors and tastes and people that are making this beautiful beverage um, across the city. So um, I'm excited. I want to visit now. Yeah. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's, let's that's a cool city, man. Let's it's like it, maybe man. 10 minutes from me right yeah. now. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. We're technically not actually in we're there not, right now. We're not so. technically. Yeah. Now, Al, we always focus on your beer, but sure. your travel, food, culture, yes. yeah. cars, you do stuff like drive Bentleys so you can write an article about it, Just right? Just make sure it drives safe for you sure. guys. So Understandable. You it, you know, and, and, and this is before I go to breweries and stuff. So and sneakers. We were talking, you I, apparently I, have a sneaker yes, problem. Okay. I, right. I do, but uh, my wife has helped me with that. Um, we're doing counseling sessions. Now, in order for us to maintain, she, we, we both know our boundaries with things like that, but um, I know that I got to chill on certain things. Um, but I, I'm about fashion and colors and coordination and stuff, so... Um, that's just a thing of mine, but it's, it's really dope in the beer industry to kind of be one of those cats who kind of, um, express themselves as much as possible, but with beer and and thankfully for Instagram, I think that's helped us diversify, uh, the industry to see that it's okay for all of us to enjoy beer. So there's women now that are really, really big on that right now and representing the industry. And then there's Blacktoberfest and then there's all these different, kind of events that are going on to show that yo beer is for everyone and even learning now the route to where beer was and when it was created back in africa um and and then blowing up and then moving on to europe and those type of things um it's the original uh beverage that was created there 
So, so you, you mentioned Instagram. Do you think Instagram was more important for doing these things because it's so like photo driven? Like you see things yes, more. You see it. And it's, it's not just text, right? You see it. You see it. I mean, social media in general. Um, but I've just I'm enjoying Instagram just because I'm a photographer. I shoot everything, um, and I like to kind of engage people to know what my experiences are when I do this traveling for my job. Um, so even being here and posting a cool picture with you guys to show and capture that experience to know what you guys are about. And I appreciate y'all having us here and, and making this a session. This is dope. This is what Atlanta's about, man. This is what the beer industry is about. Cool people sipping different, uh, different types of styles and building and learning from each other. You know what I mean? We're opening doors and hopefully we'll show other industries how we're about, or it's okay to work together. Talking about shooting pics and that I heard, there's a joke. Everything is content, mm-hmm. you know, always shoot. Everything is good. We need to get better about that. Cause we'll get caught up in True. a minute of just yeah. drinking or sure. hanging out. And, I haven't seen you guys. Taking it's like, did you take and, a picture? No, I was like, Brian, no. I didn't take a picture, man. I was so busy I was doing like, yeah. it. I thought you were taking, I'm going to start drawing. <laughs> I'm going to use That's going to be our stick. I just got it. That'll be our stick. We'll forget to take pictures. And then I will draw what we did in Microsoft paint. <laughs> and then that's going to be what our feed that is. That's going to be great. My artistic rendition of what we did that Our weekend. Instagram account is about likes. to blow up. It's about yes. to blow up. No, it's not. But again, no, it's not. six likes. You're good. See? He's, he's right. right. He's, he's, right. Fair. He's, a, he's a guy Fair. who knows print. He knows. He knows. Um, but real quick, it. I'm going to um, uh, Great American Bear Festival, and I'm doing a Piano Keys uh, launch. Uh, just something very uh, limited. But right now, but it's going to be coming here. But Piano Keys has done a lot, man, with the Together organization I'm doing where I'm a fundraiser for the community. So um, we've been working with a lot of people who really actually need the money from proceeds and stuff like that. So um, shout out to that. And my wife, Al, Audrey, real quick, tell that. folks what Piano Keys is. Yeah. Oh, so Piano Keys is a chocolate vanilla imperial stout that I made with New Belgium. They brought me in as a consultant and said, hey, if you want to do, we want to do more of a diversity. I said, well, why don't we make a beer? You're one of the best breweries in the world. Let's make it happen. So Piano Keys is uh, a limited edition now. comes out seasonally, and it's uh, a delicious beer. The, the next version coming out is version 5. Is it going to be substantially different, or is it going to be different in any way from version Gradually 4? different. We resource a lot of the ingredients that we made are from Africa, uh, Ghana, Uganda, and, um, and then we're going to have some fresh mint on one of them. So fresh gonna, mint? Yes. Okay. So we're going to really do some really different craziness. So I dropped the bomb here, y'all. That's what we're All doing. Right. It's going to be a part of, it's gonna be part of a GABF. And that's going to be on the Friday. GABF, Great American Beer Festival, Denver, Colorado. If you have not done GABF, you need to. Every beer fan, Mike, have you been? You done yet? So I'm sorry, twice. That's I've only been once so far. Brian is lame and terrible. He's not been at all. I feel like every time he mentions this, he's really talking to me and not to anybody else. So yes, you were in Malaysia, I think. I was the year I I was. I was on the other side of the world when you were in GAF. I went to a a, a beer beer festival while I was there too. Ooh, how was that? It was good, and it got canceled because the local uh, uh, religious and. Authority decided they didn't like the idea of it, but I got yeah. to tr- I got to do the one that was done. It was great. Got to drink beer from Malaysia. They dropped Vietnam. a little Sharia law on that right. on that beer fest. A little Australian beer, all kinds of fun stuff that they're doing over there, and it's grown a lot since that happened. I'm like, yeah. I know. Apparently, Vietnam's huge right now. Yeah, with their beer beer scene. So yeah. that's what I hear. Anyway. Yeah. What's okay. uh what's the Vietnam beer? The Sao? Sao? Oh, what Sao? was that? My boy was. Oh, here. I'm trying to think. There was a craft brewery over there too. The uh, there's a brother who's got one. Uh, my man yeah. Lamont's got a joint. Um, I'll, I'll shout out in a minute, but I got to remember the exact name. I don't want to butcher. Oh, I, I remember Fair drinking enough. a yeah. a saison from Vietnam and thinking this is crazy. I'm here in wow. Malaysia saison from Vietnam. Exactly right. <laughs> right. So it it was a good time. It was a good time. There's some great stuff from Australia as well. Like I said, so yeah, yeah. there's craft beers everywhere. You know, you 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 t- kind of think about it being 
very U.S. focused. It's mm-hmm. not, no, no, not anymore. Not anymore. Right. Now, L. Brewgether, yes, tell sir. us about that as well. Sir. Um, so we worked it out with New Belgium where uh, proceeds can go to different types of uh, organizations that really need it more than just somebody say, hey, yeah, thanks, and putting a check in the drawer. So uh, we work with Hey Atlanta, Truly Living Well, West Watershed Alliance, Vox Teen Association, Navigate, Bottle Share. Uh, we made a minority kind of share for Bottle Share uh, for people who get hurt on the job who are minorities. They uh, they get some uh, relief. And then uh, the Giving Kitchen so far. And we're still rocking. So um, I'm all about helping people and educators and all that. So um, this together, thank you for asking about it. This is uh, it's about to blow up even more now. So and is that your is that your nonprofit ale? Yeah. Okay. Yep. That's what I, th- I thought. Yep. Oh, okay. I didn't realize it. Yeah. Oh, that I thought is... it was an existing one. Oh, yeah. Yours. We're working alongside Craft Edu. Um, and shout to Dr. J and her organization, and we've been working together and doing some amazing things. So, yep. There's together. a lot of cool yep. people. You're gonna hear more man. about it. Cool stuff. Yes, sir. Happening. Thank you. And L. So we got piano keys. JBF looking up the Brewgather thing. What What else is happening? What's next for L. Sharpen? Continuing to be uh, around good people like yourselves and building the brand and building the community for beer around the world. Eating, that sounds good. Eating yeah. and drinking and having a good time and he's trying not ready to do to, it for a good cause. He's not ready That's to tell it. us about the next collaboration. I'm sure he's working on it. I got something. Yeah, but I, I was always I was happy to work with um I'm I'm about fundraising and um even doing something with Terrapin was uh was a saison. Um something got the South's got something to saison uh was the one we did. <laughs> okay. uh, shout right. out to yeah. Outcast and all that. But um, I did something as a fundraiser for Middle Tennessee um, State, and they have a beer brewing program. So they have something for minorities where we raise money for that too. So minorities who are learning how to brew, they got some they got some change from that. So thank you, Terrapin. And um, I'm just all about giving, man. It's just it's a beautiful thing, and a great position to be in to be able to help out our good stuff, Excellent. man. Yeah. Al, if people want to see what's going on with Al Sharpton, all of your fun work, what's the best way for them to do that? Instagram, uh, real ale Sharpton, and I'll be announcing stuff on there. But also, my Twitter is really fun, um, and that's ale Sharpton. Thank you. And I uh, work with people like Mike Potter, um, and uh, I met him when he was doing a lot of other things going on, Fresh Fest yeah, and everything. Yeah. And just seeing his brother uh, build himself, man, it's, it's a beautiful thing. Good stuff, man. And Mike, if people want to learn about Black Brew Culture, Blacktoberfest, and all that, where's the best place for them to go for that? All of our platforms are Black Brew Culture. Um, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook at that, at that handle. And, um, we are at blacktober-fest.com for the festival, all the information on uh, multiple cities, the big one, Atlanta, obviously, um, got all the entertainment, all the beers that are going to be there, all the collaborations, it's all there. And you can obviously copy tickets there too. Guys, thank you so much for joining us and thank sharing you for having us. Thank we really you. appreciate it. Appreciate you guys. Absolutely. Well, that about wraps it up for this episode of the beer guys radio show. Join us next week as we talk to our mutual friend brewing company for more craft beer info follow us online we are beer guys radio on facebook twitter and instagram thanks for tuning in have a great week and don't forget to drink local cheers cheers